So in a business world, I'm known for the coach that will help you find your passion and purpose, but then also what to do with it and how to become an entrepreneur right from the beginning 101 to the corporate executive CEO who is still in need of some guidance with a strategist or a coach. The reason I'm telling you this is because passion and purpose comes up on a regular basis. And when people are so desperate to find the answer, I say, maybe you're overthinking it. I've fallen into this several times and I call it a trap because there's no way out. I want you to avoid falling into this trap. But if you're stuck in this trap, and you want to get out, which is finding your passion and purpose. So I want to give you some secret tips on how I discovered my passion and purpose. And I know these will translate into you listening to this now. I will guarantee it will. And if it doesn't, you get your money back. Now, since this is a free podcast, it's kind of a joke. So that in lies my very first point comedy I've always wanted to be a stand-up comedian why I was taught how to be cheeky witty and a little bit humorous as a coping technique as a child in dealing with bullying this is my very first tip to you what did you do as a child either as a coping mechanism or what made you light up or what is one of your survival superpowers that you had growing up that made you feel safe, secure, or maybe intrigued, made you feel this would be fun to be a stand-up comedian. And I've always played around with that. But now that I have five or six professional comedian friends, I question whether or not I want to do that. Boy, what a difficult road path that would be to take it certainly is it is if you can support a comedian if you can uh pat comedian in your in your immediate circle please do they need all the support they can get it is the toughest road in show business that i know of there are many tough roads but that's one of them comedians are um, they just have a tough road and they get they live and they are become adrenaline junkie, and that's just not the right word, adrenaline cravers for the laugh. And so many of them suffer, and they don't um, tell you about it. So the reason I'm doing this under 10-minute podcast about how to find your passion is I want you to think of yourself as an investigator. You know, like the tri- typical investigator that goes into, gets hired to go into any situation, whether it's, you know, whatever field it's in, and they get paid to find clues. So they, what do they do? They look back in the person's history, or they look back in the case study and look for time, suggest timelines. They look back for little hints or clues along the way. And I want you to think about your life, because nobody is going to tell you you're wrong, first of all, Uh, nobody's going to tell you any different. When you look back in your life, look back to grades, go back as far as you can. And it's usually better or easier, sorry, to go backwards. So start with, say, maybe college or university, if you went there and start to just look at that. And then go back to grade 12, grade 11, grade 10, and keep going back as far as you can to look for things as if you were a 
a outside observer. If you were looking back and just having a snippet, a 30 second or a five minute snippet um, as watching you in school, how did you react? These are the things that you're going to find that are clues, not answers. Don't be um, misguided by what I'm saying in any way, please, because I'm simply suggesting you go back and look at clues in how you coped as a little person in life and how you can either say, okay, been there, done that, leave that there. Or in my case, I can go back and say, I developed early as a child, a sense of humor to deal with bullying. So part of that was self-deprecation. Is that the word? Sorry if it's not, but making fun of myself. So if I knew I had to go to a brand new school, I was going to know not a single person. I knew chances are someone's going to laugh at me because I have brown hair or because I have blonde hair or because I, I'm four feet tall or because I'm five feet tall. That just doesn't matter. It's like going into a Hollywood audition. You're either not blonde or blonde enough or too blonde or not tall enough or too short or so and so and so on. It's like, you know, somebody's going to find something of fault. And I learned that at a young age and instead, and, and I struggled with it. It was awful. It was so defeating and so awful of an experience. Yet I knew after the third or fourth time of going through it, that this was a repeated pattern I could count on. So when I went into grade six, I learned that when I went into a classroom, kind of like deer in the headlights, meaning I was like, oh my gosh, all brand new people, new teachers, new environment. I started to learn to make fun of myself. So just little tiny things like, hey guys, I'm the new kid on the block. I'm here for your teasing pleasure. You know, I would say little things in jest to get people's attention and make fun of myself before they could make fun of me. So it was a coping technique. And as it results, you know, I am now a public motivating speaker, public speaker, whatever. Uh, I'm a coach and I work with people on telling them how to strategize and live a better life. I use my voice. My voice is my tool. And how incredible that I can, in retrospect, go back and look at my past and how that has empowered me to live my passion. Because when I am giving a talk like this right now, whether nobody hears it or one person hears it, I know through experience by being around for as long as I have been and just mere feedback that I get from you guys that I will, through this message, in some way, at some point between now and infinity, change one person's thinking around self-defeat, depression, uh, or, or, or the other way, picking up their socks and getting out of bed and saying, I can do it. If that girl can do it, I can do it. If that girl suffered bullying and survived through it to tell about it and has her own podcast, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And that that makes me, I'm just getting chills talking like this right now, because that's what we're here for. Our passion and our purpose is to let that inner light light up and shine. It's not to be judged. It's not to be criticized. It's not to be put down. It's not to be bullied. Those are simply things that happen to us as a result of living in this beautiful planet that we have. It is not, and it is far yet from being perfect. However, it is an experiment in learning, 
and developing and getting better. I want you to get better each day, even by just the smallest little minusculest piece of sand each and every day. And ask yourself in the morning and at night, what could I do better today than I did yesterday? What could I give more that I gave, than I gave yesterday? Who, sorry, who can I inspire? Who was that five-year-old in me that is desperate to find someone like me who's now 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years old that can tell that little five-year-old, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So join Toastmasters. Learn how to articulate and become a public speaker for yourself, not for anybody else. If you never get paid a nickel, that's fine. You'll inspire millions of people by joining Toastmasters. Join Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Volunteer. Give of yourself. When you give of yourself, you get out of your own head, even for a moment or a day or an hour, because you're now in helping somebody that was five years old, 10 years old, whatever, a youth, a younger person. It gets you out of your head. And by experiencing and helping others is the path to helping yourself and finding your passion and purpose. It's just, it's, I was going to say it's just that easy, but it's not easy. It is not easy. Keep looking, keep searching, and keep writing, keep communicating, keep talking. Start your own podcast. I started my own podcast with a whole nickel. Actually, I didn't even spend a nickel. It's totally free. Check out anchor.fm. Get your own podcast. Send it to me and I'll be your first audience member. And I'll give you a thumbs up. If you feel so, in, so if you feel, feel like doing something different. And you know what something different does? When you do something different, you get different results than you got yesterday. So if you want to keep having what you have, keep doing what you're doing perfectly fine and great and wonderful but if you want something slightly different slightly different use something slightly different and this is three suggestions on these are three suggestions of what you can do to steer your own boat create your own path and finally figure out what your passion and purpose is and i want to end on this note and that is once you discover your passion and purpose you can change it tomorrow you can keep it fluid and liquid and change it and evolve as you go. It's not as steadfast and this is my passion and purpose and you write it in stone and that's the end of it. It can change. It can evolve. Every day changes for everybody. Change is the only constant. So know that once you've found your passion and purpose, find it. Know that it will blossom into a bouquet, into a garden of all kinds of things that will present to you that you'll say, I would have never thought of that until I heard that crazy Tracy talk about passion and purpose on anchor.fm and pay it forward. That's all I ask. Take care and have a great day. Sorry for going over 10 minutes, but that's what we do. Sometimes I'm finding my passion and purpose. And that's the last clue is that when you lose track of all time, what are you doing in that moment? When you lost track of all time and you realize, oh my gosh, I've been doing, I've been cooking for three hours and it feels like three minutes. When you lose track of all time, that's usually a clue into your living, your passion, your purpose, your authentic self. Onward and upward, my friend. Bye for now. So stress and anxiety got you down. Are you feeling 
more stressed than you were yesterday and you are grasping for straws. Here's a new idea. Here's a new thought. Maybe it's something you didn't know. It's worth a try. I'll tell you in 10 minutes, under 10 minutes, how I have taken about 33% of stress and anxiety out of my life. Why not 100%? I don't know. But 33% is gone. I tracked it. I know for sure. For me, it works. It's the power of threes. Asking yourself three questions after every thought that is not a forward-thinking thought. A forward-thinking thought is, I might read a book on self-help. I might learn a new language. Self-empowering thought. Self-defeating thought, on the other hand, is, I wonder what he thought about me. I wonder if I'm good enough. I wonder if I'll get that job. I wish I didn't say that. See the difference between the empowering thought is going forward. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something great. I'm going to learn a new language versus thinking about stuff that happened in the past. Like I wish I had a, I shoulda, I coulda. So looking out for the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, because that usually takes us into the past and asking the power of three questions to yourself as if you were in a conversation with somebody else. But it's a dialogue that's going on in your head. So yes, you can talk back to yourself. You can hear your thoughts and you can respond to your thoughts and do it in a perfectly sane way and have a conversation with yourself to defeat yourself from thinking backwards about the past, about things you cannot control, and furthermore, and I'm going to say it, but that are really none of your business. Yes, I said it. They're none of your business. Good example. I wonder if that meal I made yesterday was delicious. I wonder if so-and-so enjoyed that painting I gave them that I created. I wonder if I'm going to get that job I interviewed for yesterday, last week. All of those things I just said, the answers, the true answers, are really have nothing to do with my, my here and now. And if I sit and try and guess or I ponder about them, it's not going to change them because guess what? They happened in the past. So anytime you ask yourself that question, did it happen in the past? Then it's already happened. There's absolutely nothing you can do to change the past even 10 seconds ago. I said what I said, I did what I did. When I'm spending my time now, here and now, thinking about it and creating a vibration, a very low vibrational thought of things I can't control, then you're feeding that energy to that thought, right? So it creates a snowball effect and that's not a good thing. A snowball effect can be a good thing, but sometimes it's not. So looking in the past is one of those clues. That's one question you can ask yourself. Can I control the outcome? So the first three, two examples I gave you, which is I'm going to go take a, a, a class on self-improvement. I'm going to go learn a new language. Let's, let's go with that one. I'm going to learn a new language. Is that going be to the past, the present, or future? It's kind of the present, I just said it, I'm going to learn a new language, right? I'm going to learn a new language. That's so awesome. See how I get excited? Because I'm going to do something 
I'm talking about going forward. I'm going to do something. It's going to be in my future. It's going to be in the next 10 minutes it's going to happen or the next 10 years. But I'm going to learn that second, third, fourth, or fifth language. A self-defeating way to look at that is, I never did go to French school. I never did learn how to learn a second language. Here's a great interview tip, by the way. Going to an interview, the person asks you, do you have a second, third, or fourth language? And you say to yourself, oh boy, I didn't. I failed French. I don't speak any second languages. Is one answer. Again, talking about the past. Your interview asked you, do you speak a second language? or third or fourth, right? That's a present question. They're asking you here and now. Here's a great way to answer it. You know what? I at Currently, in the present moment, I do not. However, next week I'm joining French classes. Next week I have joined a sign language class. Uh, I have just joined Babel and I'm learning how to speak Arabic. I am learning how to speak French. Spanish is on my radar. I always wanted to learn Spanish. How about you? Do you speak a second or third language? Do you see how I turned around my way of thinking by asking powerful questions, self-empowering questions, and even answering an interview? That will get you a job. Who would you hire? Someone that was I didn't learn a second language or, oh, guess what? I'm going to learn a second language. It's really great. It starts next week. It's sign language. You want to come with me? Who would you hire? So that's when they talk about vibration and coming up with a vibration. It's really energy, enthusiasm, looking forward. I promise you three questions, right? To help self, to help, to help your self-defeat or disempowering or depression or anxiety. It's the power of your questions that respond to the thoughts that you already have. The thoughts you have in your head are there. They're not wrong, they're just thoughts. It's what you decide to do with them is the answer. So the second question is, I want you to, when you hear that voice that comes through, that thought, just a thought, like maybe I should go for a run. The second question I want you to ask, back to that thought, is whose voice is it? Yeah, I'm pausing for a purpose. Whose voice is it? Well, obviously, it's your thought, and it's in your head, and it sounds like you because your thoughts sound like your voice. But really, where did that thought, where did that thought really come from? Whose voice is it? So I'll give you a good example. You're going to go on a diet. You go to the health club. You meet with your trainer. She teaches you how to lift weights and she teach, She says on the way out, oh, by the way, what's your diet tonight? What are you going to have for dinner? And you respond. You say, well, I'm going to have um, a salad and a proper protein. And you answer all the questions that you know she wants to hear, right? And then, and then you go, and that's it. And she goes, well, what are you going to have for dessert? And you go, nothing. I just started my diet today. I, I came to the gym. You showed me how to do weights. And I'm, I'm going to be that weight that I want to be. And I'm not having dessert tonight. Flash forward two, three hours and you're at home and you have that beautiful meal you explained to the girl at the health club and you're fulfilling your promise and you have that protein and the salad and all that. And guess what? You go off doing something and you're off doing something and it's about an hour later and something comes knocking at your door. It's the fridge two rooms away. It's the chocolate donut 
that you used to have. And the chocolate donut says, come, I'm the last one. This is your last chance. And it's saying this to you. And you go back and you hear in your head, oh, if I go back and li I'm lying, I'm lying. What do you do? Identifying whose thought it is and whose voice it is will help empower you to make that decision. Because you're coming into awareness, oh, that's my voice saying I shouldn't have a donut because it's chocolate and sugar and I said I wasn't going to do that. And at some point it becomes, it becomes, you may as well just go back and eat the donut and start again tomorrow. Versus, no, I made a commitment. I'm going to go to throw out my donut from now on and no longer buy donuts going forward and make a new agreement with yourself. So it's like having a conversation with those thoughts in your head to change them. This will, this conversation will actually change the neural pathways in your brain. This is how to change your way of thinking by having a conversation and asking powerful questions, asking the right question. And I believe Kenneth Wright has written a book on the power of questions. I could be totally wrong, but I'm paraphrasing. He wrote a book about asking yourself the right questions. And it's all about the quality of the conversation you have with those thoughts that are limiting you to stay stuck or in the past. And remember, it's none of your business. It means don't rent, don't allow people to rent space in your head for free, right? Some of these things are none of your concern or business. And I say that, it sounds harsh, but it, it is really meant to get your attention and say, and take full responsibility for everything that's going on in your head is your business. But when other people intrude with other thoughts and impressions that you get, that we all get, that we're all bombarded with advertising and messages constantly all day long, it's not our fault. But what we do with it can be our destiny to creating a better future and a little bit less stress. What would you do with 33% less stress? 33% less anxiety. That's like getting a 33% bonus in your next paycheck. Ooh, what would I spend all that extra time doing? What would I spend $33 and a third cent and a third, whatever that is? I'm not a mathematician. I'm going over my 10 minutes. I know. I promised you under 10 minutes. I guess you can figure this is the bonus part. I ramble sometimes and it's okay. I allow myself that grace to do, to get you the message that I really believe you deserve. Education is going to be your best friend in reducing anxiety. Go to YouTube, make it your best friend, educate and become an expert on becoming an emotional, intelligent person. Study emotional intelligence. One of the best teachers I know of, and I will share free at will, is Kenny Weiss, W-E-I-S-S. -S. He has a ton of stuff for free. You could spend eons going through his website on all the free content. Incredibly generous person. Yes, he can be hired and he has books and all that stuff. And please support him any way you can. But support yourself first by becoming an expert in an area that you, you, you've maybe, you, you're 9 out of 10. You just need that last little push. Give yourself 33% more freedom. Give yourself a 33% bump in your next paycheck. The power of three questions. 
I hope that helps in some way, get you further faster to your dreams, your direction in your, the direction in your goal of your goals. And why? Because you deserve them. I deserve them. We all deserve our dreams and goals. So go get them. Bye for now.